Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine coming to you with a weekly podcast on the Common Sense MD. That's me. Um, today I want to talk about a subject that's really important. You're not eating enough protein or getting enough protein. Now, when I say that with a lot of knowledge about this, you're probably not. Um, I really don't talk a lot about protein. I don't talk enough about it. I'm usually telling people to eat less uh, less food overall, maybe less calories, uh, more good fats, let, way less carbs. But I don't talk enough about protein. So let's talk about that today. Um, when you think about it, almost everyone who has a chronic ailment is protein deficient. Um, protein deficiency leads to all kinds of problems. Fatigue, weakness, tissue breakdown, hair loss muscle wasting, gut problems, mental problems like anxiety and depression, insomnia, decreased cognition, poor balance, bone loss, dementia, and premature aging. Being healthy takes a lot of work and knowledge. Let's talk about proteins. The anatomy of a protein consists of amino acids, like you know, a long string of amino acids that are linked. These are molecules that are made of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen. Remember nitrogen. There are 22 different ways that these amino acids can be put together and configured in our body for use. Of the 22 amino acids, eight are what we term essential. Some people say eight, some people say nine, but there's really eight, uh, meaning that we need the, the, to get these from our food or supplements. Our bodies can't make them. Um, amino acids go down one of two pathways when you ingest them. Either they're used for anabolic purposes, meaning building up, or they're used for catabolic purposes, meaning breaking down and using them for other purposes or possibly waste. So these amino acids get into a cell on one path or the other. In the anabolic path, it's building proteins. By proteins, that could be a hormone, could be an enzyme, which have so many different functions in our body, so important. It could be neurotransmitters. It could be a muscle fiber, hopefully many muscle fibers, even a hair. Those are anabolism. That's what protein is for in one matter. Um, so this pathway builds things. There's no energy released by this. Unlike carbs and fats, there's no energy when it does this. So that's how it's different than carbs and fats, also because it has nitrogen in it. Um, the other pathway is a catabolic, breaking down pathway. And you do get energy from this. Um, that means when the amino acids get into your cells and it's not needed for protein synthesis, it's broken down into molecules of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. In other words, these are carbohydrates that can be used for fuel, energy. Um, the other breakdown molecule is nitrogen. That's important because you can actually measure that. Now, nitrogen here is 
is a toxic waste, and it's processed by the body into urea. Remember that, which is eliminated through your urine. Um, so see how important proteins are. You've never thought about it this way, probably, but they're very important. Um, there's a lot of very common myths about proteins. I'm going to go over some of those with you. Um, one is that all proteins are the same. They're, you know, definitely not. Um, the balance of these eight essential amino acids must be exact. If even one of these essential amino acids is low, it throws off the entire system, um, the nutritional profile. So um, it's really dependent on the amino acids that are utilized. So you can you could eat a lot of protein, but if they're low quality, not getting utilized, you're not building in the muscle or breaking them down for energy. For example, next time you look at the side of your yogurt carton and it says 14 grams of protein, be aware that there's only 16% of this is usable. A typical balance bar, you've seen those, has 14 grams. Um, but only 16% of it is useful. But a can of tuna fish has 16 grams of protein, of which 33% is usable, way more. Um, plus, look at all, when you look at a yogurt or a balance bar, a lot of these things are protein supplements and bars and things um, and supplements. Look at all the extra stuff in them. You know, read the label of them. If you see a bunch of stuff in there, you don't want it. Um, there's a lot of other processed things and chemicals in there that you really don't want. A lot of junk in there. You don't need those other ingredients. Like it or not, animal proteins are definitely the best natural source of essential amino acids for our bodies to function. And remember, it needs to be, if you... It needs to be grass-fed, pastured, or wild-caught. Um, vegetable proteins, on the other hand, um, have mixes of amino acids, but they are lacking usually in one or two of them. So they're much less bioavailable. They, they're probably missing, say like they're missing a lot of methionine, lysine, or tryptophan. A lot of plant proteins don't have these in enough abundance to really build muscle and do all those other things you need to do when you enter the growth phase. Um, so that's a myth that all proteins are the same. They certainly aren't. Another myth is that people are getting enough protein. This concept is very flawed. It's wrong. The Dietary Reference Guide says that a sedentary adult needs 0.3 6.36 grams of protein per pound, meaning that the average person needs about 56 grams of protein a day. Really, you need at least one gram per pound of body weight, especially if you want to build muscle and maintain muscle. As you age, you have a hard time maintaining muscle. So it, this should be everybody's goal to build and maintain muscle their whole life. And as you get older, it becomes way harder. Um, you have to eat just so much better. Plus, you've got to be able to digest this. 
And that's why your gut function that we constantly talk about is so important. Um, you've got to have enough stomach acid. Think PPIs that take that all away that so many people take. Think about pepsin, um, that digestive enzyme that you need. Um, you've got to have enough sufficient pancreatic enzymes. And you have, have to have an intact intestinal wall to absorb the protein. Say you have a gluten problem, parasites, yeast, or you know, a lot of bad bacteria in your gut. You're not going to absorb the protein. So we always circle around to gut health. So it's very important for this too. Very important. You know, if you listened to my podcast last week about reviewing Dr. Peter Atiyah's book, Longevity, you know, which is just a great book. He talks a lot about protein. He talks a lot about fitness and aging, longevity, of course. And he has a lot to add about protein. And he goes along with all this. He thinks that the standard recommendations are a joke. Active people with normal kidney function need at least one gram per pound of body weight, which is triple what the RDA is. So you really need more. And most people don't need to worry about over-consuming protein. Um, you know, if you have liver or kidney problems, you may need to watch it. But we follow that. You know, there's something on a blood panel called a BUN, blood urea nitrogen. That's where the nitrogen comes in with protein. So if that starts going up, you know, you may have some liver or kidney problems. That's not real common. Either that or you're dehydrated. Um, but it's really, it'd be really hard for a, even a semi-healthy problem to eat too much, person to eat too much protein. Um, and Dr. T is not big on plant proteins either. I'm certainly not either. They're just not bioavailable too much. For one thing, the protein in plants is there for the benefit of the plants, which means that it's largely tied up in indigestible fiber. Now, fiber is good for you. But you're not going to get the protein you need to build your muscle, produce your hormones, and everything else. So think about that. Which brings me to another myth, soy. Some people think that's a good source of protein. It's a terrible source of protein. Besides being so estrogenic and throwing hormonal balances off, um, it's just not an ideal protein. It's a terrible protein. Whey protein is a little bit better, but it's not ideal either. Um, Another myth, collagen is a good source of protein. Now, collagen is good for the skin, hair, nails, maybe your joints, but it's a zero in utilization to build muscle enzymes and hormones. So it has its function, but it's not really a good source of protein to build your muscles to do all those other things we talked about. It is good for some things, and I do take a, a collagen supplement for those reasons, um, but it's not my main supplement for protein. Um, Another myth, branched-chain amino acids are so great for you that so many bodybuilders and weightlifters use. Um, they're promoted for athletic reasons and muscle, but it really has only three amino acids in it. And they're good, but if you don't have the other essentials, it won't work. So think about that. Um, another myth, egg whites are a good source of protein. No, they're not. You need the yolk. You need the whole egg. You know, besides breast milk, eggs are definitely the best source of proteins for you. Um, 
The truth is that most of us are malnourished protein-wise. You can almost look at a person and see if they're malnourished. If they look bad, if they look anemic, debilitated, they probably are not getting enough absorbable protein. Um, so think about consuming more clean animal protein, especially if you're sick, got a, got a poor immune system, feeling weak and tired. Heal your, heal your gut first if you have an absorption problem. So many people do. Um, and if you have liver or kidney dysfunction, or for some reason are a vegetarian or a vegan, consider a supplement that um, I take anyway. Um, I take it on top of eating animal proteins, and it's called Perfect Aminos. I found it to be so great for me and many of my patients. Um, and I found it to be awesome for me because it, it gives me energy. It helps me heal. Um, there's virtually hardly any calories in it, but it's equivalent to 30 grams of protein in a very small little half a teaspoonful. Put that in water every day. It's easily digested. I mean, it's already digested for you, really. It's 99% utilized. I mean, think about that. The, the can of tuna fish I talked about earlier was 33% utilized, which is fantastic. This is 99% utilized. And especially if you're worried about your weight or you can't digest things very well, even if you have kidney or liver problems, you can take this. So if, you're, if you have liver problems or kidney problems, maybe you're even on dialysis. Not many, even nephrologists don't know about this product too much, I don't think, but you could even take it then because... When you're doing dialysis or you have kidney or liver problems, you're going to be anemic. You're not going to be healthy. You're going to be debilitated. So think about getting, if you can't eat enough animal protein, which you may not be able to, um, think about how much you weigh and you need at least a pound, a gram per pound of protein. I mean, that, that's, that's a lot of protein. I guarantee you're probably not getting enough protein unless you're really observant about this and trying. So think about the animal sources. Think about your gut. Think about the supplement that I take called Perfect Aminos. You've probably heard about it. Um, I've talked about them before. But So think about your protein. Measure it. See how you feel. Try eating more protein and see if it doesn't make a world of difference in your health. I hope this is informational. I hope to see you next week. Thank you.